Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. Today, I'm here to share with you four factors of future reading success. So what does that mean? Well, researchers have been studying reading and how humans learn to read forever. We have so much research in this area. In fact, I think it's the most studied area of human development. So we know how humans learn to read, which is amazing. So from that research, researchers have told parents and educators what we should really really be focusing on in the preschool, pre-K, and kindergarten years so that our little ones will grow up to be strong readers. We want to set the solid foundation now so that they can use that information and that foundation to become strong readers in the future. So what are the four factors? They are oral language, phonological and phonemic awareness, alphabet knowledge, and concepts of print. These are the four areas that we wanna focus on in the younger years so that our little ones can have reading success in the future. I already have videos about all of these areas on my channel and I will link them down below so you can watch videos specifically for each area that you're interested in learning more about. But for today's video, I'm just going to briefly share a little bit about each of these factors and a few tips for how you can work on them, either at home or in your classroom with your little ones. So let's get started. The first factor of future reading success is oral language development. So oral language is helping our little ones develop their vocabulary and their speech, having background knowledge and understanding what's going on in the world around them, having experiences so that they can really take all of that information and those experiences and that vocabulary and they can apply it when they're reading in the future. They can make those connections. So five ways to develop oral language. We have talk to your little one all day long. That narration is so important, even starting when they're babies and toddlers. Give your little one hands-on experiences as much as possible. It doesn't have to be anything fancy or expensive, but it does need to be where you're interacting with them and you can help them understand the world around them. Sing nursery rhymes and other rhyming songs. Nursery rhymes and rhyming songs are so key for developing that oral language. They also help with rhyming. Choose a variety of books. You don't always wanna be reading the same author or the same topic. It's really important that they know that there's a variety of books and, and different characters. There's fiction and nonfiction. There's different kind of rhyme patterns in books. So all of that is super important. And then of course, reading to your little one every single day is going to be the most important thing that you can do to help them develop their oral language. The second factor of future reading success is phonological and phonemic awareness. 
Now, I love this topic and I actually have a million videos about it. I will link all of them down below, but very quickly, phonological awareness is the ability to hear and manipulate the sounds in a spoken language. So how can you work on this with your little one? You're going to work on phonological awareness through different levels. So there's some basic things we can do and then we can get more advanced to what we call phonemic awareness. So we would start with word awareness. We want our little ones to understand that when we say sentences, they are made up of words. So each word is a different word and there's a space between them when we're speaking. Syllable awareness, we want our little ones to start hearing that each word is made up of one or more syllables and they can put those syllables together to create a word. Onset rhyme, we want our little ones to start being able to break a word apart by its onset, which is the initial consonant or consonants, and the rhyme, R-I-M-E, which is the first vowel and everything after. That way they can start understanding how words work. For example, at is cat and at is hat and cat and hat rhyme. Then we have down here phonemic awareness. So that's being able to hear and manipulate the individual sounds in spoken words. So phonemes, we start with just being able to isolate the phonemes, maybe being able to blend those phonemes together to say the word. And then we have phoneme manipulation. We're asking our little ones to do more advanced skills with phonemes. For example, adding a phoneme, deleting a phoneme, or manipulating one by substituting, which you would delete a phoneme and then add another one in, and now you've just substituted one. Those are more advanced. So if this is confusing to you, check out all of my other videos linked down below. I go over it much more slowly. I have videos for each of these areas so that you can really understand this fully so that you can help your little one develop these skills. The third factor of future reading success is alphabet knowledge. So we all know that the alphabet is very important, but it goes way beyond just memorizing the alphabet song or even memorizing letter names and sounds. We want our little ones to understand the alphabetic principle, which is the principle that our spoken speech sounds are represented by printed letters on the paper. I have a video about that that I will link down below. Now, when it comes to teaching the alphabet, there are lots of different recommendations online, but not all of them are rooted in the research. So I wanted to give you five research-based tips for how you can teach the alphabet. The first one is to introduce letter names and sounds together. There are some schools of thought that think you should just start with the sound and not the name, and there are other people who just teach the name and think the sound comes later. But in fact, it is better to teach them together because then we're showing our students that the speech that we say is represented by the printed letter. So we really have to have those together. The second tip is to teach uppercase and lowercase letters together. Again, some people think we should just teach lowercase because that's what our little ones are going to see in books. But in fact, we want them to understand that the uppercase and lowercase representation are both representing the speech sound. That's the most important part. They're representations of our speech. Then number three is don't follow letter of the week. Letter of the week is a very popular way to teach the alphabet. 
but it is not rooted in any research. It's not effective. And there are way better ways to teach the alphabet. So I have a video all about why we should ditch letter of the week. I will link that down below so you can check that out. Then we have make it multi-sensory. So the more senses we can have our little ones use when learning the alphabet, the better. I like to give my little ones sign language for each letter. It actually goes along with the animal keyword to help them remember. You can also use things like sand trays or rice trays when they're writing the letters. You can have them move their bodies as much as possible. Also, their sense of smell is really great. So if you have something like scented markers or if you're using some sort of Play-Doh that has a scent, that can be really great for them to remember as well. And then the last one, learn through play. There are so many boring, boring ways to teach the alphabet. Flashcards and just memorization and drilling them, and that is not what is going to help them. When they learn through play, they learn so much faster. So as much as you can, make it fun and playful and enjoyable for them, and they will know their alphabet in no time. And the fourth factor of future reading success is concepts of print. So we want our little ones to understand that our spoken words are then written down with letters, and that the groups of letters are put together to make words, and then words are grouped together to make sentences, and that's what we're reading in books and magazines and newspapers. We are reading those sentences. We want them to understand that the words that are written down carry meaning, so that the author, whoever wrote them down, had a purpose, and they wanted us to be able to read them and understand their meaning. So here are 10 quick ways you can work on concepts of print. Number one, you can read aloud to your little one every day. Number two, you can point to the words while you read so they understand that what you're speaking is what's written down in the book because it's written with those letters. Number three, you can point out the spaces between the words. Number four, you can point out the capital letters and the punctuation marks. And number five, you can change your voice based on those punctuation marks, which is really fun to do so that they can understand that if it's a period versus a question mark versus an exclamation mark, that it's going to change the way we speak the sentence, our feeling and our expression changes. Then we have number six, you want them to be able to sort letters, numbers, and words because each of those is a print item, but it all carries different meaning. Number seven, Reciting nursery rhymes and poetry is great for concepts of print and it's also great for that oral language development. Number eight, you can hold your book upside down and see if your little one corrects you. Do they know how to hold their book correctly? Do they know how to turn the pages correctly? Number nine, you can count out the words in a sentence. So we can say an oral spoken sentence and have them count the words. And then you can write that sentence on a piece of paper and have them count the words to see that each of the words you spoke is what's being written down on that paper. And then number 10, you can ask your preschooler to dictate a sentence as you write it down. So you want them to see that their speech can be written down as well. They might not know how to write and spell yet, but they can say it to you and you can write it down and read it back to them and see that their speech was just written down. So all of these are great ways to develop concepts of print. So there you go. Those were the four factors of future reading success. Just very quickly, they were oral language, phonological and phonemic awareness, alphabet knowledge, and concepts of print. Like I mentioned, I have videos about all of these areas, so I will link them down below so that you can learn more.
And one other thing I wanted to mention is that since those areas are the most important areas for literacy development, I decided to put them into a fun acronym to make them a little bit easier to remember. So my acronym is called PLAY, where the P stands for Phonological and Phonemic Awareness, the L stands for Oral Language, the A stands for Alphabetic Principle and Print Knowledge, which is the Alphabet Knowledge and Concepts of Print, and then I've also added a Y in here, yet, the magic word, having our little ones develop a growth mindset and a can-do attitude so that when reading gets tough, they know that they won't give up and that they can do it. So these are the same four factors of future reading success. They're just written in a fun acronym so that they're easy to remember. This is a free printable on my website. If you would like it, you can head to littlesloveLearning.com. It's linked down below. You can print this out to help you remember the four factors, but you could also send it home to your families if you're a teacher so that they also remember what should we be focused on in these early years for literacy development. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littlesloveLearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at Littles Love Learning Blog. Happy learning!